Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Anna Merced. Anna is a transformational self-mastery coach and speaker. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thank you, Gigi, for having me in. I'm so happy to be here sharing with you and your audience. Such an honor to have you here today, Anna. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Well, I am from Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rican and I'm actually uh, calling in, yeah, tuning in from here now. Uh, I was born and raised here and uh, before becoming a self-mastery coach and speaker, I spent 18 years in sales and marketing, uh, which ultimately towards the end of that career, I really felt really uh, so out of purpose that I could physically feel the misalignment in my body. And well, towards it, I decided that I needed to do something different. And that's where I decided to pivot and just quit my eight to five and, and start, you know, opening a business and trying to, uh, and my first baby was uh, empowered by self love, which is the first, uh, my first program, it was basically dedicated for to help women uh, empower themselves through self-love, you know, through owning their own worth and um, owning their confidence. And it was all based on really my own journey and mo my own experience with my own lack of self-love and acceptance. So it's a uh, in a nutshell. <laughs> Very powerful. Now, Joe Nicasio has joined us. He says, hello. Welcome, oh. Joe. So great to have you here today. Now, Anna, let's talk about confidence and getting out of your comfort zone. You talk about being a speaker and a coach and helping others get out of their comfort zone. Walk us through that moment you felt as though you got out of your comfort zone. Well, sometimes things just have to happen. You just kind of have that hinge inside of you that you know that things need to change, that you need to do things differently in your life. It was not until... Uh, 2014, when my best friend died after battling four years with column cancer, that I decided that things had to change within me because it felt like I was in a, a, a shuffle. You know, if he if that happened to him, well, what are the odds or that it could also happen to me? After all, we were both the same age. So um, that's exactly when just like, because I was down on my knees and that was the kind of moment when you feel like a rug has been the, 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 you know, the, the universe has just like pulled the, the, the floor from under your feet. And that was a no, no, the point of no return for me. So it, it took me out of my comfort zone because I developed that sense of urgency for life. So I was like, should I be, should I keep myself out of purpose and out of alignment? What should I do with myself? If I have, you know, the, the blessing of still be alive and, and, and living a life because we both have dreams, aspirations, things that we wanted to go after. And we were both the same age and now he's not here. And now what do I do with the gift that, you know, God has bestowed upon me that I have, which is my life. And what could I do? Um, and my purpose, you know, I was also kind of in the search of looking for my purpose. And since I really felt a lot out of alignment with myself, I knew that things had to change. And after that day, it took me three years to finally leave the corporate world that I did. And eventually that's where I got myself out of my comfort zone when I had to 
challenge myself and, and confront myself and have those deep, honest conversations with me and, and really go deeper within myself. And through that healing process after he died and I, I went through many changes um, after he died in, in uh, not only professionally, but financially. So there was kind of like a healing mourning process that I went through right after he died. And I, without even knowing through my own healing process and my journaling and meditating and praying, and then I eventually decided that I wanted to certify myself as a coach, but along with my personal experience, which I was going through at the time, and the things that I learned as I certified myself, that's where, that's how I got out of my comfort zone, out of my nine, eight, nine to five, and then started creating my own uh, uh, first program, which is Empowered by Self-Love, that um, it's based on my own healing journey and four pillars. And, and one of them is, you know, the first one is self-awareness, self-knowledge, you know, knowing yourself deeply and going within yourself to be able to, to see really, you know, what's keeping you stuck and what things have you have been holding or holding you back, I should say. So, so it, it was, you know, sometimes it takes just that moment when your bubble is burst and your, your world has changed for, for in a second. And, and, and that's what it took for me to really get me out of my comfort zone and, and into, and into this new journey. And obviously it hasn't been easy. It's been almost eight years since that happened. And it took me three years after his death to actually, uh, you know, quit my eight to five, because I spent those three years really finding a little bit about myself and, and knowing, you know, if this is not what I want to do, then what is it? What, what's out there that I could actually do that can make a difference, not only for me, but for others as well. Cause that's always been that I always had that feeling that I wanted to serve others, you know, but I had no idea at that time, what was that and how did that look? Absolutely. My condolences first and foremost, and also, too, let's talk about the mindset and, and how folks now, too, they're going into a depression as far as trying to get out of their comfort zone. What would you tell that individual who's who's battling with depression or has anxiety that's really, really trying to get out of their comfort zone right now? You know, for me, it took uh, there's so many things that you could do to be able to you know work with that in many ways. Um, for me, it really took a deeper understanding of myself. And usually, you know, back then I did it on my own. I had no idea that there was coaches and programs out there and things that I could do other than just reading. At the time, I only had books available for me, which you could see in the back of, you know, I, I'm, I'm always reading and I've always been. And the, I, I had books back then, but I had no idea that there were coaches and people that could actually help me get out of my comfort zone. And that could literally, like your program says, like walk with me and, and hold my space and be there for me. There are people that actually had gone through what I was going through. You know, I, you know, I, I was figuring out not only my purpose, but who I was and also accepting myself and learning how to be vulnerable. You know, it was so tough for me. And, and sometimes when we feel that we're, you know, when it, one of the things that I practice and to answer your question uh, that I practice to deal with anxiety and and procrastination and, and having the right mindset. Sometimes instead of getting into the action, especially if you're feeling drained and your energy is not quite where you, where you need it to be, 
it's important that we start practicing detachment. You know, so at, at least you know, the second program I did uh, is called a self-mastery program. And really, they're both, you know, they both have uh, a common foundation. And ultimately, when you, you know, when, when you're always on the go and you're, you know, if you're dealing with anxiety right now, it's because you're trying to control everything. I have a new workshop called Releasing the Fear Demic Three Steps to Creating Wellbeing. That's my latest workshop. And I do explain in that workshop how precisely this, you know, if you're in constant fear, if you're in a breakdown, if you're feeling anxiety because you're trying to deal with the uncertainty and that is keeping you stuck and you don't know how to move from that fear, you know, um, and it's, if you're in fear is because you're probably the next thing you're going to do is try to control, try to con control as much things in and, and things that are around you. But we know, we've, we learned that that's not possible, that all we can do is is work with ourselves, that everything around us is really not under our control. But despite that, we do, we go ahead and try to control things. And as much as we try, then it's kind of swimming against the current. So we don't, we don't get it. We don't get as far. And then the more we try and the more we work, the further away, the things that we want seem to be away from us. So sometimes instead of being in the action, it takes time. You have to take time to slow down and really practice detachment and create some space between you and your thoughts. Um, at times, you know, we think that we are our thoughts. And just recently, it doesn't mean that because I'm talking about this, it means that I don't go through this to, to the other, you know, totally the opposite. I consistently deal with this and I have to consciously, sorry, and deliberately practice this continuously in my life. You know, the fact that I'm here, that I'm able to um, be, be, you know, stand up and be present in what I'm saying is because I practice this. I consciously choose to practice this, you know, and sometimes it's all about surrendering and detachment really is about surrendering and trusting that everything will fall into its place and that usually everything is temporary. But to be able to do that, you know, instead of being hands-on, sometimes we need to create that space, that space to heal, that space to surrender, to trust, and, and, and then be able to take care of those feelings of anxiety and fear and all of these things that usually bombard us in, you know, from different sides. That's right. Very powerful. Now, Joan Acasio says, get in alignment with God's will. Very powerful. And now, Anna, you talk about vulnerability. I want to talk about that for a moment. Why? Because it's so important when you talk about getting out of your comfort zone and also too, it intertwines with heart blocks, just like trauma. So a lot of folks who've been through something traumatic, they have a very difficult time being vulnerable. So let's talk about vulnerability for a moment. What does yeah. that mean to you? And when did you say, okay, it's okay to be vulnerable? Um, I had to, I really just had to, and it was very hard for me because out of the lack of self-acceptance and because I really wanted to be what everybody else was expecting of me and everybody thought that I needed, and this is what I heard since I was a little kid, that I needed to be strong and to be strong meant to be independent and not to be open or ask for help or reach out to people. So 
Um, one of the things that I had to do, and this is one of the steps that I teach people on my um, the program Empower by Self-Love, is really honing in into what you believe, you know, what are your values? And my first value at that time was independence. And the reason that I went and I'm talking about this is because once I started diving deeper into that value, I discovered that being independent also meant delivering myself as a strong person, which meant that I was avoiding vulnerability and that I was always not only putting that fortitude front forward, but that I was also not being compassionate enough with myself. You know, I also had this high expectations of what I needed to do and how it needed to look like. And it really, I, there was, it was really never enough. And when you start feeling yourself with love and compassion, you also learn how to hone in to the hundred percent of who you are. You also learn to see yourself as God sees you, you know, with love, with compassion and, and ultimately when you start and it's not easy at first, especially if you see vulnerability as a weakness. But um, I was just talking to a friend before hopping on the show, and I said that I had been humbled in the last few weeks in ways that I felt a little constricted or maybe perhaps contracted. But in my, like the Bible says, in my, in, in my, uh, in a, I found my strength in my weakness. There was a, there was a strength in my weakness. And it does take, you know, to be able to hone on that and really feel it inside of you. Again, it takes time and you need that space to be able to work through that and to be able to give yourself time and compassion and be able to hone in with that and really sit with yourself. At times we are, and this is why we, we tend to have such fear and anxiety because we are avoiding being vulnerable. So when the time comes and it just, it just washes over you and you just can't fake it till you make it anymore. That's when you're like using the little strength and the energy you have to walk away from that. But if you for a moment take time and be compassionate with yourself and see yourself from that from the standpoint of compassion, you know, that I can and that there's fortitude in what I call my weakness, you know, that I could sit with myself and, and really be compassionate through the process that I'm going through. And when you're out of there, initially, it could be a little uncomfortable, right? If you're not used to it. But once you, you're in that process, you will see that there is kind of like grace in the process. And, and, and you will discover other areas of yourself, which are bigger and stronger. And they lead to more powerful ways or how should I say paths, they, they live to more powerful and expanded path in terms of your spiritual awakening and, and growth, you know? So there is so much that we as human beings are walking away from, you know, trying to run away from. And one of those things is vulnerability, but it, you know, to the contrary, when you want to expand yourself and grow more, even if, if you like, if you want to go into the alignment with God, God's will, it's the same thing. You know, you have to really sit down and take your time and be compassionate and, and also see yourself as God sees you, you know, it, with love and again, compassion. But it's really hard to give that to ourselves. We usually give it to others, but we don't know how to give it to ourselves. Amen. We are the children of God and God loves his children. 
Very powerful. Now, Anna, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? I think that, um, I again, I've talked about it a lot, but I, I think that the two most important keys are love and compassion. You know, um, there's many things that you go through life. There are many ups and many downs. And even if we have faith in God and we're persevering in the faith or go at our church, there are always going to be, you know, challenges out through life. But I found that just staying present and really, you know, loving ourselves. And again, it's I know that it takes time and it's, this is easier said than done. And at times we confuse self-love with our image. You know, how good we look, how, you know, what we portray, our delivery, but really ultimately is loving even your shadows or the things that you dislike about yourself or the things that you feel like, let's say, I don't like myself being vulnerable. You know, you really have to love even that God loves you as you are, you know, and in the whole sense, you're complete to him in his eyes. So it's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, and, and truthfully is the journey inside out. So really start from within. If you are in anxiety or in fear or, you know, in distress, the key is love and compassion. But these things you can only find when you sit down, take time and start from the inside out, because there is the seed of God inside of you that you have access to. But you need to take time to explore that, you know, so there's if you're committed to that you know, the, the, the journey is starts from within and instead of looking for validation and love and things from up, from the outside, from outside of us, it's very important that we do it from the inside out because we have given every single tool inside of us. God's, you know, God is, is, is in his wisdom has given us everything we need, you know, to be able, you know, like they say, you, they, he never gives you things that you can bear with, you know, he's giving you the strength, the power, everything you have is within you and that you can, and you have to access it through self-love and compassion. You know, sometimes we don't like to open those doors, those internal doors where we see like there's a dark spot and it's just a, a matter of running and hiding away from it. But it really, truly, when you want to live a purpose, purposeful life, with passion and alignment, you know, you do have, it, it really starts from within. Amen. Faith over fear. Now, Anna, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Where can the audience find you? Yes, um, they can find me on, uh, yeah, and adamerset.com. I, there's on my webpage. Do you have all sorts of videos, access to some freebies that I have there? You can download some PDFs. There's my, my ebook is also there, Empowered by Self Love, that you could download it for free. And you also have access to information on how to reach out to me or if you are interested in working with me in any of my two programs. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Anna on her website and all of her social media platforms. And her social her website is AnnaMerced.com. And Anna, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. God thank bless. Thank you, Gigi.